his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. What's driving the conversation in California today? Every weekday at this time, we explore a topic that's making news in our state. This is the State of California. Good afternoon. I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS political reporter, host of the State of California, along with Patty Rising and Brett Burkhart. Governor Newsom is adding his voice to the call for a new gun safety bill for California. Newsom joined the state attorney general and a large group of lawmakers and gun safety advocates today to urge the passage of new legislation. Yeah, the bill in question is SB2, written by State Senator Anthony Portentino, Democrat from Burbank. It would update California's law that allows certain people to obtain permits to carry a concealed weapon. Well, this was made necessary by last year's U.S. Supreme Court decision that tossed out New York's similar law and set a new standard for gun control laws to meet invalidating California's existing statute. That has left many of California's other gun safety laws in jeopardy, too. For more, we're joined live today on the KCBS Ring Central Newsline by State Senator Anthony Portentino, the author of this bill. Thank you so much for being with us. Um, so can you explain for people what, you know, what the Supreme Court ruling in the Bruin decision meant for California's concealed carry weapon law and why you need to pass this new one? So basically, the Supreme Court said, as you administer a concealed carry permit system, you can't make it discretionary in a sense of um, you need concrete reasons why you would grant or deny someone the right to have a concealed carry. So that's basically what they determined, that they changed the word you know, may to shall, um, and they said, come up with concrete criteria, don't make it arbitrary. And so we're using that decision as a roadmap to standardize the issuance of these permits throughout the state of California. So it's not governed by the largesse of a sheriff in one county, which may have a different application than a sheriff in another county. And so, for example, your criminal history should be a criteria, whether you have domestic violence should be a criteria. Uh, you you need three references uh, as a criteria to get this this privilege uh, to carry your weapon in public. Now, the Second Amendment lets you protect your home and property, but it doesn't say you should be able to infringe on the rights of others as you carry your weapon. And we believe we're using the Supreme Court decision as a roadmap to make a constantly uh, uh, constitutional law. The other thing the Supreme Court said is you can have sensitive places. Uh, where you can prohibit somebody from carrying their weapons. You know, uh, uh, your your daughter's elementary school, should, you shouldn't bring your, your weapon into the classroom. You don't need uh, a gun to go, you know, watch the Giants or the Dodgers. You don't need a gun to go to a courthouse. You don't need a gun to go into a public building. And, you know, it, it makes no sense to bring your gun where alcohol is being sold. And so we have a, a list of sensitive places that would have you be prohibited from uh, carrying your weapon into those places. And so those are the main two pieces of it. We're also uh, reemphasizing the importance of safe storage at home. California has strong safe storage laws. I actually wrote them. 
Um, and we're reiterating that in the bill. And that's something that President Biden has called upon on the national level, that we have more safe storage accountability measures with the responsibility of carrying a gun. And then finally, it makes sure that you have to be 21 to get a concealed carry permit. And that's consistent with other federal law and also California law um, that raised the gun purchase age to 21. So that's what the bill does. Last year, it failed by just a couple of votes. So why are you confident that this time around it'll pass? Well, it, it had 54 votes last year, and then, you know, one particular assembly member pulled off for, for questionable reasons. Um, due to the 72-hour law, uh, you, you know, it was the last day of session, so we couldn't amend the bill to a simple majority bill because we didn't have 72 hours of, of legislative time. Um, so this year we have a new crop of assembly members, many of them who, who campaigned on sensible uh, gun safety legislation. Uh, we're optimistic. We're starting with the bill not as an urgency bill, so it's a simple majority bill. Uh, there's no question we'll have a simple majority vote. Uh, down the road, we may amend it back to be uh, a two-thirds bill, um, depending on uh, how how uh, the, the conversations go. Um, and so uh, we're starting out with a simple majority bill. As the governor mentioned today, it's only a 90-day difference. You know, we'd like to see it in law as soon as possible, and we'll evaluate that. We're also looking at, you know, how the other courts are dealing with other legislation around uh, the country, other states that are trying to implement something similar to this. And, you know, we're not rushing this. We want to be nimble in how we craft it through the legislative process. Our goal is to have something that's constitutional. We don't, this isn't window dressing. California is made less safe when we don't have a consistent CCW policy. And that's what we're, we're putting through. And it's great to have the Attorney General Bonta so intimately involved as a sponsor. And clearly having the governor uh, be involved in this is also uh, a testament to the importance of this. And so I really want to give uh, a shout out to both the governor and the Attorney General for being strong advocates, partners and sponsors of this effort. How much difference do you think this bill will make in terms of reducing mass shootings or gun violence in general? I mean, how common is it for someone to carry a concealed weapon in California? So here's the thing. It's all of the California is safer statistically because of the aggregate of our gun legislation and our and our safety efforts. We we have a lower per capita incidence of gun violence due to the to the, you know, cutting edge, progressive, and what I would say sensible uh, gun safety legislation that has been passed. You can never look at any one bill isolated and say, would it have had an effect on this or that circumstance? You just know that your efforts collectively make California safer because statistically, when you have more guns present, you have more problems with them. When you have multiple guns present, when you introduce alcohol, when you introduce other, other factors, you end up with more violent uh, occurrences. And so we know that California is safer because the science and the statistics bear up, bear that to be true. And so it's not about any one particular bill. This is going to make California safer because you're not going to have a proliferation of CCWs out there in hands that may not be capable of dealing with that you know, privilege of having that concealed weapon. And so you don't know what tragedy you prevent. You just know that you prevent them. And, and the data and science bears that out. As you well know, Second Amendment advocates say that if this bill passes, they'll immediately challenge it in court. They don't think it'll survive before the Supreme Court. How concerned are you that no matter what California passes, this Supreme Court 
given that strict historical standard that Justice Thomas laid out last year, is going to toss it out? Well, that is a concern, and I think that's a question on, on everybody's mind, is who you elect as president of the United States has enormous effect on the welfare and the benefit of society. And, you know, clearly, you know, Donald Trump, in my opinion, was a disaster as a, as a president. And, you know, one of the, the lasting legacies that he, he will have is the, the harm that the Supreme Court that he helped shape is going to inflict on, uh, you know, reasonable everyday people's lives are going to be dramatically affected to the negative because of that court. So, yes, that's a concern. But on the other side, we've used their actual language of their decision, of the Bruin decision, as a roadmap. And we are, you know, endeavoring to make our bill strong and robust and withstand constitutional scrutiny. The other side, frankly, fights everything. And so we're, you know, we're ready for that. Um, But our hope is that we've crafted it in a way and used their language to make sure that it's constitutional. That's why we're watching what other states are doing and, and the writings and opinions of different courts to make sure that we have the strongest possible public safety bill to go through the system that will hold up uh, with a Supreme Court that does seem uh, bent on rolling back time. I mean, the, the, the New York law, I think, you know, the, the go, went back 100 years of precedent. And so this activist conservative Supreme Court should alarm every uh, Californian and every American because it's not reflective of Main Street views and, and Main Street opinions. And clearly, you know, all of us want to send our kids to a school or to a park or go out into to the mall and not have to worry about coming home safely. And the Supreme Court doesn't seem to get that. All right. Well, thanks so much for your time today. State Senator Anthony Portantino. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams. Thanks for everything, mom and dad. Will always be worth it. Apply today at penfed.org slash savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.